Cam and Renee's Real Estate Show. Sounds like Canberra. Sounds like Mix 106.3. JW Land. Introducing homes of uncompromising quality across premium locations. Hi there, it's Cam and Renee here. Each week on Mix 106.3, we present the Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. We speak with industry experts, leaders in Canberra property, national analysts and a range of other property specialists. So let's take a listen to some of the things we looked at in last Saturday's show. Our next guest is a fellow who knows his way around a hamburger. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Bushy Martin from Realty Talk and Know How Property Finance. Good morning, Bushy. G'day, Cam. I'm uh, ready for a Big Mac right now, mate. Okay, me too soon. Now, look, I've talked about this already a couple of times this morning. I'm simply going to headline it and then I'm going to pass it over you to expand and tell us more about this. So it is simply a buyer who sued the seller for failing to disclose there was a dodgy neighbour in the same complex. Where has this happened? And expand on the details for us. Mate, it's a really interesting story uh, that happened in WA, actually, where a, a seller of a unit was actually ordered to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in compensation to someone who purchased the unit because the seller actually failed to disclose to the buyer something that would materially affect the use and enjoyment of the property they purchased. Now, the non-disclosure wasn't about the normal things you expect, like undisclosed building defects or structural issues. It was about a neighbour who, for over 20 years, was guilty of assault and disorderly behaviour. He used extremely foul language. He banged a hammer on floors and walls in response to even the slightest noise. He screamed out of his window at the neighbours. And he made everyone's life around him in absolute misery because they couldn't even make any noise above a whisper, including turning on the hot water cam for fear that they'd trigger an angry backlash from him. So this neighbour from hell was absolutely completely irrational. Now, as a result, the seller had contravened a general disclosure condition of the contract that stated that the seller does not know of anything which will materially affect the buyer's use or enjoyment of the unit or of the common property comprised in the strata scheme. So, for failing to disclose the neighbour from hell to the buyer, the seller was liable for breach of contract and the buyer claimed more than $500,000 in loss and damage, mate. And interestingly, this is really interesting, while the litigation ruined the lives of everyone involved, the abusive neighbour is still doing fine and he's continuing to create havoc and there's very little that can be done about it. Oh, that's mad. Okay, so you live and deal in real estate circles. That's your whole life. When you've been speaking to you know people who you know in the real estate industry, what, what do they say when they're hearing this for the first time? Well, it's pretty scary, mate, in terms of whether that's going to be some sort of precedent because mm. while I'm not a lawyer, uh, you, so you need to take my thoughts here with a grain of salt. And, and this case was based in WA, so, and it does vary a lot across the states where their contracts contain this duty of disclosure and or implied warranty. Sure. So I, a couple of thoughts, I suppose, Cam. I'd be checking the wording in your purchase contracts very closely to ensure they don't contain a clause that says something along the lines of the seller doesn't know of anything which will materially affect the buyer's use or enjoyment of the property. And if it does, then this legal precedent is likely to affect any multi-person dwelling sale for units and apartments, which is... You know, particularly relevant the ACT, where there's such a high proportion of this type of property, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, this story is yet to be published on Realty Talk, uh, and so who, how do you approach the story? Did you speak to someone, or what, what's? Yeah, you know, it's going to be published next Saturday, uh, so we get to hear about it first, which is incredible. Um, tell us about the actual interview on the story that you've uh, that you've done up. 
Yeah, I did a, a really good interview with a body corporate legal specialist uh, in this area, Cam, uh, from Grace Lawyers in, in Queensland, and she really digs into the details and what the implications are and what both sellers and buyers need to be doing about it. So, you know, if, you, if the listeners want to sort of tune in to get into the nitty-gritties, have a listen to uh, the Property Hub's Realty Talk Show next Saturday. Righto, Bushy. Uh, we know you're travelling around the country at the moment. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. That's an incredible story. And once it is published, we'd love to hear about what plays out afterwards. Uh, if there's more people with more examples of this style of thing happening that, uh, that you hear about, we'd love to know more. Yeah, we'll keep you tuned, mate. Good on you. Thank you so much and uh, enjoy your uh, weekend, won't you? Thanks, Cam. Big Mac, here we come. <laughs> nice. Bushy Martin uh, from Realty Talk and Know How Property Finance. And again, if you just Google Realty Talk next Saturday, you'll have the opportunity to hear that story in full. But that's incredible, isn't it? Buyer suing a seller for failing to disclose a dodgy neighbour in the complex. Well, of course, when a property is listed, we love the beautifully written descriptions. They're very creative. They try and drive that emotion. But when it comes to writing about Canberra real estate, what are some of the things you absolutely have to include? Let's welcome our next guest right now, Bree Element, who is the Zango editor. Good morning, Bree. Good morning, Cam. Thank you for joining us this morning. Now, of course, we have known each other for a long, long time and you've written for the Canberra Times and you're, you know, your writing is beautiful. And now you've got this role as the Zango editor writing about local real estate. Are you loving that role at the moment? Oh, my God. Look, honestly, I've literally got the best job in the world. I'm not, I'm not lying. I, um, I've got a deep passion for Canberra, so I'm like obsessed with Canberra and how unique it is and just the lifestyle we live here. And I'm also obsessed with houses. So, you know, for me, every single house has a story. Even if it's a new build, there's a story behind it. So I feel like writing for Zango is like this amazing fusion of both of those things, just a love of Canberra and a love of property. I I feel very lucky. And so what's your process of finding these stories? Because you write, and with Zango, I go out every week to a different property and we record the Zango exclusive property previews with all the different real estate agents and property developers around town. And each place has an absolute story. What's your process of finding those stories? Look, I find it really easy. I think because I'm fascinated by um, by property, by houses, by stories, by Canberra, I, um, I tend to go into Zango on a Wednesday, Thursday when the new listings kind of come up and just check out what's new, what's happening, what's trending, what, you know, what might be an exciting story this week. And for me, I just, it's, I'm so lucky I just get to troll Zango and find, you know, what I find interesting because I know that if I find it interesting, then chances are our readers will find it interesting too. Yeah. Of course, our agents will ring me and say, Brie, I've got an amazing <laughs> yeah. company. And it's- I'm like... Do you, though? You yep. have to sell it to me. You know, it has to be a great story. Yep. And they generally do. So yep. it's kind of the agents, but also my own. What intrigues me, because I know that will intrigue the Zango audience too. I think as soon as they've finished speaking to you, they then ring me as well with the same, the same, the same push. <laughs> and so do you have a favourite story that's been published in 2022? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a couple of months ago, we got the tip from LJ Hooker Project Marketing ACT that a new development would open in Kingston that was actually named after Heather Menzies. So Heather Henderson 
me Menzies and so Heather is the baby daughter of Sir Robert Menzies who of course was our uh, 12th and longest serving Prime Minister of Australia yep. um, and Heather's still alive, she's 94 and um, would I like to interview Heather? Oh. Well it was just honestly Cam, I'm sitting in her house on a Tuesday morning in Yarralumla and she's talking about dining with Winston Churchill and meeting the Queen and, you know, what Canberra was like in the early 1950s. You know, it kind of ended at Kent Street Deacon <laughs> and um, she'd go dress shopping in Marnica and play tennis at the lodge. It was it was just fascinating. So um, that development, yeah, is planned for over to be built over the next couple of years. And it's actually quite nice because it's named... It'll be built where Dame Patty Menzies' house is oh, yeah, okay. on, um, on Chalice Street there. Yep. Yeah. So it's just a nice continuation of the Menzies family legacy in, in Dixon. Yeah. Heather was amazing. She's an absolute character. Beautiful. She's and and so and you, you talk about finding the stories and that is the perfect example of that, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. It's Canberra. It's, um, it's property. It's just that perfect mix. Yeah, loved it. Lovely. All right, Bree, it's been wonderful to uh, catch up once again. Thank you so much for joining us and enjoy the rest of your weekend, won't you? Thanks for having me. Okay. See you, Cam. Okay, Bree Element Rare right there. Uh, the Zango editor talking about getting the process of writing in place for all the uh, different stories that are published uh, on Zango and then elsewhere as well. Well, it's almost 10 o'clock and this is the busy style morning of uh, local real estate agents right now. We're going to feature the Mix 106.3 Property of the Week, which indeed is in Coombs, 63 Southcott View in Coombs. Uh, Rick Meir is sales agent and auctioneer with Heyman Partners Real Estate. He joins us now. Good morning, Rick. Morning, Cam. How are you? Not too bad. You're just about to, in five minutes, start an auction, though, in Canberra, aren't you? So it, I am. It's a busy morning. Where, whereabouts in Canberra are you? Uh, we're at 42 Severn Crescent in Canberra with uh, Lauren McDonald and Chris Hetherington here, and it's. Uh, I'm happy to say I don't want to put the mockers on it, but it's not raining. Yes, I know. Well, I, saw, I mentioned that a short while ago for agents doing auctions and open homes. Uh, this morning is a morning out of the uh, ordinary with just the rain that we've had, but uh, it's nice to be out in the sun calling the Auctions, right? 100%. 100%. Okay, so let's get to uh, Coombs because this is this is an incredible property and when you look at it, you go, wow, is that really in Canberra with the, the view that it has? Tell us about number 63, Southcott View. Well, of course, you, you've got to, you've got to talk about where it is first, uh, right, right on the Malonglo River Corridor. I actually uh, know the builder and I was aware when they secured that block and uh, that was quite some time ago and to, to watch the design process and then to see what it is today is phenomenal but yeah obviously very much about the location the home was designed to take advantage of, of that outlook and yeah if you're sitting if you're anywhere in the living room or on the terrace you, you swear you'd be in a rural location it, it's quite phenomenal. Yeah and I've been into a few of those homes up along that Malongolo corridor and especially with the, the river the running the, uh, the way it is at the moment and it comes down and makes a right-hand turn, it's quite incredible, isn't it? It looks, it looks amazing. Well, not only looks amazing, you can actually hear it at yes. the moment when yeah. we've got that much water moving. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's quite quite uh, a unique situation. But, uh, yeah, a stunning, a stunning home to match. Okay, and so what are some of the uh, features of the place? So a couple of the standouts as far as the home's concerned, obviously brand new, so everything you can imagine as far as the, the high level of inclusion, but it's got an incredibly large garage workshop. It's 130 square metres of garaging underneath the house. Nice. 
uh, and it's a suspended concrete slab. So you, you can be downstairs or the kids can be, you know, having the, the pool table set up or dad tinkering on the car, what have you, and you can't hear anything upstairs. Uh, it, it's a generous proportioned home, like it's 290 metres of living, but it still feels homely. It's not big for big sake, if that makes sense. Yep, absolutely. Uh, that said, though, the master bedroom is, is you know, sensational. It is a, as far as the room uh, that you have in the master room space, but also the ensuite and, uh, and, and walk-in robe. Yeah, absolutely. And again, all taking advantage of, of that incredible outlook. So it's... Um, yeah, they've just done a really, really nice job. Look, they're not uh, our sellers aren't new to this, but they uh, they've got a real flair for not only design but um, the the level of inclusion. And there's a broad range of people that are looking at the home too. It's not it's not just um, you know an average type home. They've done they've done an amazing job. And, and so, speaking of that, what do you think people will love most about it? Well, the, the, obviously the location, to think that you've got that outlook, but you're really in a central location in Canberra. Uh, but the other thing is, as far as a growing family home is concerned, the accommodation. So most of the people looking do have uh, children in varying ages. But uh, these days, Cam, the, the children are staying home a lot longer. Sure. So, um, so to have that segregation and the space for them to grow in their own, in their own part of the house is, is a big plus. Nice. When and how are you selling, mate? So auction next week, uh, and uh, look, at this stage, it very much does look like it is going to go to, to auction, uh, and we'll be there today as well for for an inspection at, at one o'clock, but uh, if anyone can't make it, they want to give us a call, uh, between Tina, Maddie, and myself, we'll be able to make it happen out of, out of uh, open time. Beautiful. All right, mate, uh, you are two minutes away from your auction in Canberra, so I better let you get to it. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's Thanks, an incredible mate. place, there's no doubt about it. It's beautiful. Appreciate the time. You have a good day. Thanks, okay. Sam. You too. Uh, Rick Bye. Me- See you, mate. Rick Me there, uh, sales agent and auctioneer with Heyman Partners Real Estate. Again, uh, 63 Southcott View in Coombs is the address. The open home is at 1 o'clock this afternoon, and then that will go to auction next week. Well, those are the interviews we most enjoyed in last week's Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. If you love hearing about the latest trends or you're just up for a sticky beak, be sure to drop by for a listen this Saturday between 9 and 10. Canberra Renee's Real Estate Show. Sounds like Canberra. Sounds like Mix 106.3.